Hey guys, Dan Waltram here. Welcome back to the Edgy Conversations podcast. I'm excited you're joining us for the next few minutes. We've been talking about podcasts this month, and it's uh, it's a few days into the month already, and we've we've had some discussions and thoughts and 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 pointers about this idea of commitment. I mean, what does it mean? What does it matter? Uh, what are the things holding us back from success? Now, it's easy to blame other people for where you are in life, but the idea of commitment forces you into a position where you have to own your life. For a few minutes today, I thought, you know what, I would just share with you some insights about commitment and why I think commitment, the essence of commitment, might be the reason why you're not where you want to be right now. What's interesting about this idea of commitment is that we all think we're committed. But let's be honest, commitment has its limits. <laughs> if you don't think that's true, then take a look at your diet. Take a look at your diet right now, today. Uh, I'm not yelling at you or preaching at you or telling you something you probably don't already know, but you probably made a commitment at the beginning of the year that you were going to change how you're eating or maybe change how you're saving. Like, let's lump in financial as well as health. Most people will make some sort of commitment at the beginning of the year about what they eat or how they're going to spend their money. Like these are the two biggest things. Of all the motivation, it's really money, sex, and health. These are the three things that drive all of us, money, sex, and health. That's just what it is. If it's not one of those three, you're not motivated by it. You're probably not driven by it. I mean, it may impact you a little, but it's not really something that is going to be a long-term motivation for you. So you've already made some commitments at the beginning of the year. Maybe it was New Year's Eve, the day after, the week before, sometime around that time. You said, I need to do a better job about these things right? And you, you, you wrote it down someplace. Now we're a couple days into February, which means we're about 40 days from when you made that first commitment, 40 days. The average listener on this podcast is somewhere between 30 and 50. So right in the middle of that, not 40 years, 40 days. I guess my thought to you is, is this something you want to repeat for the next few years? So if you made a, a challenge or a goal to change and you haven't changed it, this is likely a pattern, right? This isn't the first time you've done that. This isn't the first time you haven't been committed. In fact, it's probably the 20th time, the 30th time this month, not even this day, this month. It's all too easy to fall into the trap of thinking like, oh, well, I'll do it the next time or, you know, I'll do it the next time or, you know, if, if no one notices, then I'll get to it, you know, in the future sometime and no one will ever know. And, and this will be our dirty little secret. And the reality is that if you're not committed in one area of your life, you're probably not committed in a lot of areas. Now, here's the truth. Commitment is one of the things that you can change at any time for any reason. You can no one's stopping you from being committed. You can't. You can't stop someone from being committed. You can throw them in prison. In fact, the book we're reading this month, Unbroken, right? Is that the book? Unbroken? Unbreakable? Unbroken? You've seen the movie. You can't make someone be committed. You can't make someone be uncommitted. You just can't. You can, can, you can influence them. You can pressure them. You can yell at them, scream at them, do all the things you want to do. But the reality is, you just can't get inside someone's head and force them to be something that they're not 
You just can't. So if you believe that that's true, that no one can force you to not be committed, you can't force someone to be committed, that means that your commitment right now, this moment, is defined 100% by you, by me. And if you believe that, the only logical next step is this, that you're in control. It's up to you. And if you want to change it, you're going to have to be proactive, dramatically proactive. You are going to have to take control of the decisions you make. And not just the decisions that are big, like, am I going to have a baby? Am I going to get married? Am I going to take this new job? No. Am I going to go to the pantry and grab some potato chips? Or am I going to go to the refrigerator and grab some broccoli? And maybe dip that broccoli in some ranch dressing, right? (laughs) You don't got to be totally primitive. But these are decisions. These are choices. Humbly, I'll tell you, I feel ashamed when I think about choices. Because as driven as I am, as motivated as I am, and sometimes when I look around and see all the good things that we're doing, and all over the world, I stop and challenge myself and think about all of the areas where I'm not committed. And this isn't about me beating myself up because that doesn't really serve a purpose. This is really about being a self-aware enough, <laughs> not completely self-aware, to know that like there's always another, there's always a next level. There's always another level of commitment that you can have, that you should have. (sighs) It seems to me that commitment is determined often by most of us, by external circumstances. I've mentioned before that I've got a dear friend who has brain cancer, had tumors on the brain, woke up one morning, had headaches, 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 went to the doctor. Doctor said, you've got brain cancer. And that person now is not struggling to be committed to a sugar-free diet. In fact, if you talk to this person, she's a wonderful person. She'll tell you all of the ways that sugar is, 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 is crippling your daily diet. It's how it's crushing you, literally. How it organ failure, how it causes cancer, all of this amazing stuff. She'll tell you straight up. No strings attached. She doesn't have a dog in the fight except her life, which is a pretty big, pretty, pretty, pretty big sort of challenge. She is committed like never before simply because of external circumstances. I've said this to you before, and I'll say it again with you. I don't want to have to get brain cancer before I'm committed. I don't. In fact, I I don't want to have to have my marriage blow up before I figure out how to pay attention to the people that I love. I don't want to have to have problems unnecessarily, simply because I'm too clueless to know that I need to improve, right? That I need to behave, that I need to, to, to give value and love and attention and time to others. And sometimes I'm not sure how to be committed other than to look at where I am in life and look at where I want to be and just get flat out angry that I'm not there yet. I mean, when was the last time you stopped and just got angry? And maybe it's the stages of grief. Like, you know what I mean? You're upset, you're ashamed, and then you're flat out. I don't think shame is one of those stages. But, you know, one of you're just unabashedly angry. 
Angry at yourself for not believing in yourself enough to invest in your dream. Angry that you give in to weakness. By the way, for something like sugar, a sugar craving, that's a pretty strong. <laughs> if you've ever had a sugar craving, you know, like it feels like you're going to die sometimes. Like I just need a Snickers bar, right? Or whatever. Doesn't necessarily, I'm not actually a big fan of Snickers, but you know what it is. You, you get a craving, you need whatever it is that you need. No ifs, ands, or buts. It's real. By the way, you want to get in shape, cut out sugar from your diet. For about three days, you're going to feel like you're dead. I hear people talking about coming down off of, uh, off of drugs. And I don't know. I've never done hardcore drugs. So I don't know. But I'll tell you, you come down off of sugar for a couple of days, cut it out of your diet. Oh my gosh, you're going to feel like you got hit by a bus. Just everything hurts. Your head hurts. Your body hurts. But that commitment is nothing compared, compared, nothing, nothing. It's nothing compared to losing your life from cancer. And that's what my friend understands. And that's what she knows. It is easy to give up sugar. It is easy to be committed. It is easy. It's easy when you've got these external pressures pushing on you. So we've talked about getting angry. What can we do to maintain this progress forward in our lives? Listen, and you have been, so I don't know why I'm saying listen, but listen to me for a moment. If you're not taking time to sit quietly and think about you know, the goals you have in life, you're not going to be as committed as you want to be. See, the essence of forward progress is knowing where you are. Where are you right now? You can't be committed without knowing where you are right now. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to do until you're self-aware enough to know where you are. Now, I want to tell you a story. I, I hopped on this podcast telling you a story about John Wooden, and perhaps there's still time, so I'll share it with you. But I started, as I started thinking about commitment, and I've got pages of notes here. I don't know if you can hear me rustling around, but I've got pages of notes about commitment. Because I, I think there's no better time than right now to talk about it that I start you know, chasing some of, <laughs> chasing some of these, these paths. But if you look at the people who've achieved a great accomplishments and you've look at your own life when you have achieved, you know what, we're going to save the John Wooden story. I guess we'll save it for the next episode. When you look at this times in your life when you've achieved greatness, it's because you've been committed, right? Write it down, lock it down, mark it down. It doesn't matter when you achieve greatness. It's because you've been committed. And when you have failed, when you've not done as well as you have wanted to, again, with three things, with relationships, with money, or with health, it's because of a lack of commitment. Can you think of any other time? So this tells me how important this topic is. And I'm not sure why we chose commitment in the shortest month of the year. But the reality is that commitment is the base for everything you do. In fact, commitment was going to be January, but I thought, let's talk about purpose in January. And then we've all had a couple chances to screw up. Let's talk about commitment. Over the next few days, I'm going to be talking about how to be committed. How to be committed. So come back for the next few episodes where we'll talk about commitment. In this intro to commitment, I'm just sharing with you a couple thoughts about commitment. I want you to think, yesterday we talked about an intro to commitment. Today, I'm talking a little bit more about this topic of commitment. I want you to come away understanding this ingredient, this ingredient. 
cold commitment. It's like salt. You know, you you put it on a good on a good, I guess, French fry. It makes that thing better. You're looking to preserve some food. Salt used to be what you used. It was your preservative, right? And and without commitment, life is bland. It's unseasoned. And so what we want to do is take all the things we're doing, the things that matter to us, and spice them up with this essence called commitment. That's as simple as it is. So a couple lessons today. If you're not committed, don't wait for external circumstances to force you to be committed. Don't wait, don't wait, don't wait. Number two, get angry about where you are and why you haven't moved closer to where you want to be. Third, take some time to notice where you are so you can see what direction you need to be headed to get to that that goal, that place you say you want to be at. Success isn't an accident. Winning isn't some luck of the draw. The reality is, if you're able to listen to this podcast, you're already a winner, right? You've got some sort of gadget, iPhone, Android phone. You're well ahead of poverty-stricken people who have nothing and have no chance at achieving greatness. You've already achieved your winning. You've already achieved your luck. Now it's about putting it into action. Get angry. Get angry if you're not committed. And then, instead of stewing about it, go do something about it. Make steps. Make progress. Be intentional about pointing yourself like a rocket towards where you want to be. Come back for the next few days because we're going to be diving deeper into this idea of, of commitment and what you can do. Real tactical next steps for you to be a little bit more committed. Hey guys, uh, you know I love these conversations with you. And if you want to have more conversations like this with more people, join our Edgy Empire of Awesomeness group on Facebook. That's what it's called. If you don't have the calendar for the month, then go go to calendarofawesomeness.com. www.calendarofawesomeness.com. Go grab that. It's free. No strings attached. I'm excited that you're a part of it. By the way, if you've already joined our group and you've already grabbed that calendar, go to danwaltzman.com and find yourself some motivational posters. You're going to need that motivation because this month, it's all about commitment. Commitment.